This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Chris, there's a uh, special place in hell for any foreign leader that engages in bad faith diplomacy with President Donald J. Trump and then tries to stab him in the back on the way out the door. And that's what bad faith Justin Trudeau did with that stunt press conference. That's what weak, dishonest Justin Trudeau did. And that comes right from Air Force One. There are 110 active fires in Quebec. Almost 1,200 people from Cree communities across the northern part of the province have fled their homes due to wildfires and smoke. The return of residents of... Hey, Peter K. Navarro in for the Admiral Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, great to be with you today. Uh, I've got a really special, special guest that's going to come on um, in what we call the B Block in, in just a few minutes. But I wanted to uh, start off the show with a couple of things. I, <laughs> that clip um, of me talking about a special place in Trudeau, uh, in hell for uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, juxtaposed with what the hell we have now in Canada with the forest fires burning, which in turn are making our life hell here downwind um, in the United States, I thought was was an interesting juxtaposition. Um, there was more than a few times I almost got fired um, when I was at the White House. I well, was only one of three guys that lasted the whole time from the campaign to the end. But that one, that one seemed to hit a nerve. But, but the reality is I don't, I don't regret saying that at all because what we have is people like Trudeau, Macron, and France, uh, they love to tweak the nose of the United States um, and that particular incident was particularly disrespectful to President Trump because no, no more was he heading out of airspace in Canada from the G20 than and, uh, Trudeau started mouthing off. But uh, the reason why I just want to comment briefly on um, these forest fires uh, is because uh, predictably, uh, Trudeau and others here on the, our side of the border are using those forest fires um, as an argument uh, to promote the climate change agenda. Uh, I'm not going to say a lot about that, but I can say in this case, uh, Canada has um, a history older than uh, this republic uh, of having massive forest fires long before the Industrial Revolution uh, that did tremendous damage to um, our country. And what's interesting about this particular incident is that it's, it's a politician-made disaster. It's the special place in hell that Trudeau created was a product of neglect in terms of, of sound forest management practices. 
in the Canadian wild. And this is what we get. And the irony here and the economics of climate change are, are really difficult because what the, the essence of the climate change agenda is to force us here in the United States to dramatically decrease carbon emissions at great cost, despite the fact we're the most efficient nation in the world when it comes to using energy. And meanwhile, we let other countries like China and India just off the hook. And But here's the irony. It's like Canada is creating far more carbon dioxide emissions this summer with its wildfires than it has saved in the last 10 years trying to deal with the climate change. So just put that in your pipe and smoke it, Trudeau. Special place in hell for you, sir. All right, now, uh, do me a favor. Pull in the uh, digital yuan clip, which is what I really want to talk about today. Uh, some of Steve's uh, talked a lot about. Uh, throw that on if you can, Denver. If you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and yeah, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable. The Chinese government could set up a whole lot of things to have your currency maybe valid or invalid based on its own priorities. This is almost like handing over the keys to your business or to your finance department in some ways because you really can't control what at the end of the day may happen with the, the funds that you're holding. He's written for the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and now he's writing for you. At peternavarro.substack.com, get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. All right, so that wasn't a mistake having that little uh, ad for the Substack at the end. I, I bundled that together with this whole digital yuan thing because uh, I just released uh, a new article on the Substack which deals with, with the Orwellian dangers um, of the yuan. Now, Steve has talked a lot about this. There's been a lot of, a lot of action. So... What I'd like to do for you um, is kind of deconstruct how we do things here in a way. So we have that clip. You start off with kind of the globalist Davos perspective. This guy like pimping these uh, digital currencies as a good thing um, when, in fact, uh, they can be a very bad thing. And that's, that's uh, the next gentleman that comes on kind of makes that point. And so... Um, in this, this article in the Substack, I want to walk you through, kind of deconstruct it. What, 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 the way to think about this, uh, and this goes back to my days in the White House, uh, worrying about this, um, we have a system now where the United States is the world, what they call the world's reserve currency, which is to say that nations around the world – 
when they have their, they hold foreign reserves, which is a, which is a natural thing they have to do to kind of pay off transactions and things like that. Most of it's dollars, like 60% of the world's foreign reserves are in the U.S. dollar. So we are the world's dollar reserve. So that's one piece of the puzzle. And then there's a second piece, which is called the SWIFT system. And this is the system whereby all these financial institutions operating across nations uh, are able to transparently clear their transactions in dollars and uh, yen and euros and things like that through the SWIFT system. And, and one of the one of the benefits uh, of the dollar being a reserve currency is it creates this high demand for the dollar that lowers our interest rates and mortgage rates. That's a good thing. But the demand for the dollar also increases the value of the dollar. And this used to drive me nuts in the Trump White House. I'd be sitting with the boss in the Oval with guys like Treasury Secretary Mnuchin, the National Economic Council Director Kudlow, and they're talking about king dollar and loving it. But the reality is a strong dollar, well, a strong dollar stronger than it would otherwise be, um, basically just pumps the hell out of our trade deficit because it makes imports cheaper and our exports dearer, more, less competitive. And so effectively, king dollar, a strong dollar, because we're the world's reserve currency, among other things, um, exports our factories and jobs. So it's like, it's very much a double-edged sword, okay? But that's the economics of it. The geopolitics are far more interesting. Because we're the reserve currency and because we have overriding influence over this SWIFT system, we're able to impose financial sanctions on countries and on companies dealing with countries in ways which are designed to stop or discourage certain behaviors. Like we put sanctions on Putin's Russia uh, to stop them from getting into the Ukraine. We put them on after China took Hong Kong. We put them on Iran when they do the nukes, um, trying to nuke Israel. But the problem is, and again, I go back to my Trump White House days. I'm in the White House and say, hey, we can't keep doing this because what they're doing is getting ready to evade the sanctions by making their own currency the reserve currency. They're trying to displace us. Steve Bannon has talked a lot about this. That's what they're doing now. And the, the, the issue here is the dollar is still dominant if you look at the aggregate statistics. But as I explained on the Substack, what China's strategy is is to focus on a smaller block of nations. For example, Russia now, I, I think a third of its reserves are in, in, in Yuan alone. And so just having the, the, the Chinese Yuan more and more in countries like Russia, Iran, Iraq, our good buddies in France, not. Our good buddies in India, not. Argentina, uh, Bangladesh. What, what this does is it's creating this separate block of countries that are immune from sanctions, okay? But, but here's the bigger punchline. What the digital yuan does is it takes it up a notch. 
It's basically a way that the Central Bank of China, working with the Ministry of State Security, can basically track, surveil, and trace every single transaction that's made with digital yuan, not just inside its borders, but outside its borders, not just with Chinese citizens, but also with foreign companies and foreign nations. And right off the bat, you should see how dangerous it is, because if a citizen inside China protests about the Chinese government in any way, they can have their money literally shut off just in, in a heartbeat. Um, if any Chinese outside the U.S. that are uh, using the digital yuan engage in dissident type of behavior, same rules apply. If a foreign country or if a foreign company decides to have some kind of policy or make some kind of remarks about how Chinese policy and human rights abuses in Xinjiang province or their crushing of Hong Kong or they're going after Taiwan or Christians or anything, China can use that. So the admonition here, and the, the PeterNavar.subject.com, take a look at it, you can, you, you can see that we need a policy here. Biden doesn't have one. Congress doesn't have one. I can assure you that candidate and soon-to-be President Trump will have one, but the policy has to be that we simply can't afford for have the world to transact in this digital currency with the Chinese Communist Party because it is, is, is a road straight to hell. All right. Um, show me the two shot here. Can you show me this empty chair? Yeah, this empty chair is going to be filled with one of the few living people here, besides Steve Bannon, who has helped and been, I would say, primarily responsible for electing a U.S. president in their lifetime. He's going to be sitting right in that chair with us, and he's going to talk about President Trump, and, and they, we're going to do the campaign landscape. So stay right here for the esteemed Dick Morris, Peter K. Navarro, in for Stephen K. Bannon. You are in the war room. We'll be right back. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 
for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And now he's writing for you at peternavarro.substack.com. Get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. Welcome. I offer you a choice. A choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Hey, Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. You are in the war room. And I am with my buddy, Dick Morris. He is the author of this best-selling book, The Return. This is probably the best book to read in preparation for Trump's 2024 run, other than the one that's coming out next month, which is called The Biden Crime Family. And um, there's just so much to talk about. But, uh, Dick, you were listening to... Um, my, my opening segment, and you uh, you had some thoughts yeah. on this uh, digital currency issue. It is so vital that we continue to be the global reserve currency uh, because right now when France wants to run a budget deficit, uh, they have to basically change the euro into dollars, and because it's a reserve currency, yeah. they need to then borrow in dollars and get it switched back to euros. Um, the U.S. doesn't have to do that. We just run the printing press because <laughs> we can print yeah, dollars yeah. and nobody else can. Yeah. Now, the, uh, the gold people are trying to switch the world to a gold-based currency, and Russia and China have amassed huge holdings in gold, and um, they form the BRICS countries, Bra Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Yeah. And there are about 20 other countries trying to join them as a trading bloc that are basically going to trade in yuan or in another BRICS currency that would be specially developed by these nations, backed by gold. But it's a fundamental fallacy. It goes back to the decision of the Spanish monarchy in the 16th century uh, to base its power on gold and uh, who had more gold. Whereas Britain said, the hell with gold, we want to have a market economy and yeah. have customers and have sales. The equivalent of that today is oil. Uh, oil is by far the new gold, far more powerful than gold. And uh, China's big vulnerability is that it uh, consumes 15% uh, of the world's uh, oil, uh, but, uh, but it produces only 4%. Yeah. So it's uh, desperately in need of energy. 
Russia's big asset is that all it is is an oil well <laughs> with an army because they <laughs> denuded the whole rest of yeah. the Russian economy. They had the best educated workforce in the world, and they squandered it on just becoming the new Saudi Arabia. But the point is the United States can put them all to shame. Right now, we produce 12 million barrels of oil a day. Russia produces 11, Saudi Arabia 10. We could produce 20 or 25 million. We could drown the world in oil. All we need is for Biden to get the hell out of office and let us frack, let us drill offshore, let us build pipelines, the Keystone Pipeline, let us uh, let us drill in so-called wilderness areas in Alaska, and we'll produce enough oil to drown the world. And once that happens, the dollar will remain the dominant currency uh, because it's backed by oil. And let them all be backed by gold. Try driving your car on gold. <laughs> but oil, you can. Yeah. And if we ever lose the power of the global currency, it will mean we will need the permission, basically, of the UN to run a budget deficit. And well, that's good for fiscal responsibility. It would mean we would have to cut 20% of our spending overnight, which means goodbye Social Security, goodbye Medicare, goodbye um, much of the defense budget. Yeah. And we can't afford to do that. So uh, Trump is right that the struggle to keep the dollar paramount is really the major battle of our time, far more important than terrorism or any of these other issues. And the key to that is oil. Yeah, and it's interesting that that the Saudis themselves have uh, gotten into bed with the Chinese on this whole digital currency and yuan reserve currency. And what's it's really interesting to me that when, when I was in the White House with Trump, Trump was the guy who controlled worldwide oil prices because yep. he had the power, literally, of the pump and the and the drillers. And if Saudi Arabia got out of line yep. at OPEC, he'd just give them a call. And I've sure. been was there when he made a call or two. Yep. <laughs> Very interesting. But right now, uh, ironically, with the Ukraine um, uh, situation, um, Russia has emerged um, along with the Saudis as th- those who control OPEC, not the yeah. United States anymore. So anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll see how it It's goes. interesting just to put that in perspective for the history buffs here. Yeah. At the Yalta Peace Conference in yeah. 1945, FDR was dying yes. and died two months later. And he s- told his boat, don't go directly back, stop off in Saudi Arabia. And he was half dead, but he met with the king of Saudi Arabia for one purpose, to assure that the dollar would be the oil yes. currency. Yes. And that's how highly he thought of it. That's how important it was. And now we're about to get rid of that. And, and the trade there was the U.S. would protect the Saudis yeah. if the Saudis basically right. but listen, traded in, in, in dollars. But, listen, but before we go any further, I, I, want you, I want people out in the war room to understand what this man is doing right now for this country. Um, you are arguably the top strategist for Donald John Trump for the 2024 re-election. So as we talk about what we're going to talk about today, um, you have a unique perspective on this campaign because you're sitting there at the, at the, at the hand of Trump 
Uh, and I want folks out in the war room sure. to know that. Well, it's important to understand that Donald Trump is a unique fusion candidate. He's a hybrid. He's half incumbent and he's half challenger. Yes. So as the incumbents, all of the credibility issues that are raised, how do we know you can do that? You say you're going to do that. How do we know, how do we know you're going to have no yeah. inflation? How do we know you're going to have economic yeah. growth? How do we know you'll seal the yeah. border? This is just hot air. He said, the hell it is. Look at what I did. did. Yeah. And then the usual problem with what I did is, well, what are you going to do for me in the future? You used up man. You did everything in the first term. And he has articulated incredibly bold and far-reaching agenda for the second term. Illegal immigration. He says, yeah, I'm going to still build the wall. But the big reason people come here, women especially, is that their child yes. can be an American citizen. And he said, nope. If you're here illegally, you've not subjected yourself to the jurisdiction of the U.S., which is the wording in the Constitution, yeah. and I won't let your children become automatic citizens. Does that include birthright citizenship? That is birthright citizenship. So even if even that. if somebody comes in, well, what the, the way they, they do it, legally. the way they do it, okay, is they come over in the eighth month as yeah. tourists yeah. with a legitimate visa and have yeah. the baby here. Well, but if they came, they come here illegally. Yeah. Uh, their children cannot be automatically citizens. Right. They can be naturalized and everything. Uh, or another example is we all complain about the leftward drift of our colleges and schools. But Trump doesn't just complain. He says, I'm going to cut off federal funding to school districts that teach critical race theory or that promote uh, inappropriate gender change education for small children. And for campuses, for colleges, no Pell Grants, no scholarships, no student loans, no research contracts to any school that does not allow free speech on campus. So he's taking all these issues and bringing a perspective to, you mentioned China, for example. Yeah. He's going to basically say, look, China was responsible for the plague, for the virus, for the pandemic, and we insist that they open their doors and permit inspection and we will come up with an impartial report on this. And if they don't, which they won't, I will cut off all trade with China. I will literally impose an embargo. People say, oh, the U.S. economy will go be tanked. No, it wouldn't. When he imposed the tariffs you told him to propose, yeah. everybody said, oh, it's going to kill our economic growth. And it had no impact. China was killed, but the U.S. had no It actually helped us because it brought our jobs back home. That's right. Um, Without creating any inflation, yeah, which was really interesting because exactly. that was the primary critique of, uh, oh, it's going to drive up prices. Right. Didn't. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so his approach to these issues is, is very novel, very important. And, uh, and, and I think that the fact that he's proposing important changes for the future, while at the same time showcasing his record as an incumbent, gives him this incredible advantage. And really, people talk about the DeSantis campaign falling apart, and it is. DeSantis being a lousy candidate, and he is. But what's important is that since January of this year, he has laid out one of the most far-reaching and important agendas. Go to Donald J. Trump slash Agenda 47 online. Donald yeah. J. Trump slash Agenda 47. And read them, one after another, 30 proposals that will fundamentally change the world. And, uh, and they are amazing. And his candidacy is so animated by a sense 
of change and a sense of record. We uh, uh, are going to be right back with Dick Morris. Dick, when we come back, uh, one of the things I, I want to work through is the nuts and bolts of actually winning the primary uh, and can kind of go through the primary schedule. Because when I was in back in the White House, everybody always talked about national polls. I was more concerned about the battleground states. In this case, I'm concerned about the sequencing of the primary. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon with the esteemed Dick Morris. Stay right here. You'll find out how Donald Trump is going to win in 2024. Something most Americans have not heard about. The USDA recently revealed that in America's breadbasket states, countless crops planted last season won't be harvested this season. Thanks to extreme weather conditions and worldwide fertilizer shortages, those crops didn't stand a chance. This means food shortages and higher prices at the grocery store are ahead. That's why now is the time to stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. To help you prepare for what's coming, they're offering a new lower price on their popular four-week emergency food kit. These meals will give you peace of mind when food shortages hit. But hurry, there's a limited time offer that expires soon. In each kit, you'll get energy-boosting breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that will keep you going when the going gets tough. Best of all, they come at an affordable cost, especially with this offer. You'll laugh at grocery store prices when you have this kit. To get this special discount, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't put off your preparedness. Tomorrow could be a day too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. That is MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Do it today. Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And now he's writing for you at PeterNavarro.substack.com. Get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at PeterNavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at PeterNavarro.substack.com. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. Let's throw that website up there. 
Uh, Dick Morris uh, mentioned um, Donald J. Trump forward slash Agenda 47, I believe. Yep. But um, it's it's a really important um, web address because it lays out in specific detail exactly what the Trump agenda is going to be. And as Dick said earlier, uh, the difference between Donald John Trump and everybody else in this race, including Joe Biden, um, is that Trump's actually done it. And we know, therefore, um, he can do it again. Dick, what I, what I want to do now is talk a little bit about uh, the, 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 the road to becoming the Republican nominee. And here's what concerns me. Um, you have an opposition which, which con contains, at the very top of the food chain, Rupert Murdoch and the Fox News and New York Post empire. And you can see as we speak, Murdoch and Fox News giving all sorts of airtime and free commercials to other candidates. You've got the dark money of the Koch brothers network. Um, you've got the equally dark money of the New York hedge fund guys like Steve Schwartzman, Larry Fink, um, and those folks. And what I see is a what we call in economics like tacit collusion going on between the various candidates. So I look at the primary schedule. And you know, Iowa, they can't they can't do a lot to kind of like do much there. But once you hit South Carolina, which which is front loaded, and New Hampshire, that's where my concerns begin, particularly in South Carolina. And so the idea is what they want to do is try to stop any Trump momentum early on. And what they've done in South Carolina is they got two favorite sons in there. You got uh, Tim Scott, the senator, and Nikki Haley, the former governor. Um, and then in New Hampshire, you've got kind of the, the stalking horse non-candidate uh, in Chris Sununu, the governor. And then um, you've got just a lot of money going in. You got Chris Christie, his role, the Pillsbury Dope Boy of Venom, I call him. He, his role is simply to do the wet work. You know, he's like he's like the mafia guy who's going to shoot bullets at the boss. Um, talk to me a little bit about any concerns you might have about the it's Trump against the cartel. Yeah, well, everything you described is accurate. Yeah, but my money is on Trump. My money's certainly on uh, Trump, but what's the best way for him in terms to of navigate these people? In terms of funding, bear in mind that Trump has developed a funding source of small donors, many of whom I think are probably watching today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the last quarter, for example, uh, he raised $15 million in donations of less than $200. Uh, by contrast, DeSantis raised $3 million. So you can have all the big money boycotting Trump but the small money, he yes. raised $300 million in small contributions the last time. Uh, we'll see him through. Iowa is, I think, the biggest threat because it's a caucus, and it takes a lot of energy to vote in the caucus. You have to actually spend a whole evening doing that, and you have to travel farther than just to vote. But we've had a steady lead in Iowa. Uh, DeSantis tried to flank us on the right, let me ask you quickly about Iowa, because I know the, the uh, is it the governor there that's against Trump? Yeah. And then and then um, you've had some random state legislatures and yeah. stuff like that. But that that's not important. What's important here, 
DeSantis tried to make the race about abortion by saying that yeah. he favored uh, banning abortion at conception. Yeah. And Trump is saying, look, well, let's return this to the states. Yes. We fought like hell in Roe v. Wade not to have one size fits all be the country. <clears throat> and that fortunately is prevailing. And DeSantis's effort, I think, is failing. Uh, I think Trump is going to win Iowa. He's currently more than 20 points ahead. Okay. The opposition to him is so fractured, and he doesn't have to win a majority of plurality. We should note that winning Iowa has not exactly been good news for Republican. Well, no candidate who's won Iowa has won anything. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Uh, we'll be the Just exception. Throw that in there. Yeah. New Hampshire, we have good leads in, and uh, right now our latest polls have us at 51 there. Sununu Sin- influence? When Sununu was on the ballot in our tests, he was at 7%. Okay. That's why he's not running. Okay. And uh, South Carolina, we, we get over half the vote with two favorite sons in there. Uh, and California has moved its well, let me Stay with me on South Carolina, because that, that, that state bores the hell out of me. It's, it's the place that gave rise to Mick Mulvaney, who is like, he was in the administration, he's totally toxic, he turned on Donald Trump. You got Lindsey Graham, who, you know, I've advocated uh, very outspokenly with the boss, we need a Lindsey Graham-free zone in the White House, because <laughs> whatever that guy wants is not MAGA, we don't need him. He's up for re-election, is he not? In, in, I think uh, so, but I'm not sure. I, does that play, is that going to like, how does he no, play uh, in that no, state he's, with the he's, boss? I think he's endorsed Trump. Uh, he's not making much But does trouble. that help the boss or hurt him? Well, it's not important. He okay. overshadows his okay. endorsements. Trump is such a unique figure that he overshadows all of this stuff. What's Scott's game, Tim Scott? Is well, he, Scott is he like be, a useful idiot or does no, he Scott just want to be vice president? Scott wants to be vice president, yeah. but he killed himself last week. He said there was no fraud in 2020. Ah, and you could just yeah. hear him being crossed off Trump's yes, list. Yeah. Just gratuitous stupidity. I, I, I'm hoping Nikki Haley's been crossed off about 20 times. Oh, yeah, yes, Nikki so Haley. You. The way to Donald Trump's heart is not to run against him. Yes. <laughs> he's not the forgiving. Well, I mean, he's not she the betrayed him. I, you know, she, when I was in the White House, like, Nick, there's like oh, another Nikki Haley problem. Yeah. She was he's constantly a, sticking the knife in his back. He's not the forgiving sort, put it that way. Yes. Uh, and then California has moved its primary up to March 5th, which is a very front-loaded Super Tuesday agenda. They're trying to change the rules on delegates, are they not? Yeah, but, but that'll only matter if we're close. Uh, the fact of the matter is that yeah, it's complicated. Well, let, let me, for, the, for the viewers and listeners here, the, the issue is if you turn California from a winner-take-all to a proportional thing, yeah. well, the number of, of delegates it has and in, in, in votes for the, for the thing, it, that would be pretty significant. Well, it's, it's more complicated than that. The proposal is to take it by congressional district. Okay. And each district has three delegates I see. to the national convention. Okay. The winner of the district gets one. If Trump wins a plurality, which he will, he'll get two. I see. And then the other candidates get one. To split among them. So the likely scenario, so still means he'll, he'll, he'll carry the worst case points. would be 60, uh, 65, of 70, instead then, of 100 percent. Yeah, but if he wins 51 of the state, there is no proportional. He wins uh, the whole thing. So he, he's going to walk out of there with 80 percent of the delegates. But don't California. you have crossover votes in, in California? Well, you may, but they'll be 
uh, uh, you may, but I mean, you we'll get see. like nefarious games, right? We have right? to see how the Democratic yeah. field evolves. Yeah. But right now, I think that Trump will be the Republican nominee on March sixth. Uh, he may not; the others may not be out, but he'll be so by far March sixth. By March sixth, and so that's after Super Tuesday. Yeah, yeah okay. the day after. Yeah. But let's look at the general election. Trump has been four to seven points ahead of Biden in all the polling this year. And Trump lost, in theory, the 2020 election by three points. Not in theory. He did not lose. It was, you know, it was close enough to steal, but but they stole. Anyway, go ahead. Three plus seven is ten. Yeah. So he's somewhere between six and ten points ahead right now in the popular vote. And bear in mind that if there is a tie in the popular vote, the Electoral College arranges itself in such a way that the Republican wins the presidency. You have to lose the popular vote by about by five points or four points in order to lose the Electoral College vote. So, but but like, let me. And we, we, we won't have time to cover all of this before the next block. But again, I go back to my days in the Trump White House in the months leading up to the 2020 election. I'm sitting in the Oval. You got Mnuchin and Kudlow, you got Lighthize, you got some other folks in there, and they're all like blowing smoke up the bosses, you know what, about how he's leading in the national polls. And all I had to say was, I don't care. What I care about is Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Where do we stand there? Now, tell me, what's the path to victory? Wisconsin looks really difficult right now, Dick. Well, it, it's hard to tell because we don't know who our opponent is. Yeah. Okay, because I don't know that Biden's going to make it that yeah. far. Yeah, well, I wouldn't bet on uh, it. And uh, all of the published polls have always been wrong. They always understate Trump's vote by a lot. Yes. And when you look at the results of 2020, I did a 1,000 interviews a night for six nights before the election. And in every single poll, I had him winning New Hampshire, winning, um, Pennsylvania and Michigan by at least two points, yeah. which he allegedly lost. And Georgia, we didn't even poll. Milwaukee and Detroit, so and, yeah. you know, the, so, the ballots into the night. And, yeah, you know, the so we should have a separate ballots. section on voter integrity, yeah. which yeah. we'll get to. Well, let me just touch it now. The way to make sure this election is not stolen is to vote early. Right. Republicans had this Which is a fetish. change in culture for Republicans. Republicans had this fetish yes. that said we just vote on election day. It was macho. And if it we was vote like, early, it's going to be we're, stolen. We're game day yeah. voters, yeah. And, and this, is, uh, this is ridiculous. Foolish. In 1996, when I worked for Clinton, there were 100 million votes cast. Now there are 165 million votes cast. So obviously you have to have early voting and you have to have mail-in voting. Yeah. You have to have absentee voting. Let Republicans win with the Democratic rules. Early voting, absentee voting, mail-in voting. Yeah. Vote, and, and the Democratic strategy, particularly in Arizona, was get all of the Republicans to vote early and then screw up the machines so none of them work and have hours-long lines outside yeah. and the Republicans go home and don't vote. That was how Carrie Lake lost. That's it. how we lost Arizona. So vote early by mail by by uh, absentee. Do not wait till election day. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break now. We're going to come back for what we call the big finish. Um, the return here, Dick Morris's book. Don't forget to get this. Um, I want to keep pounding, though, on this battleground state 
strategy because it, it deeply concerns me. Peter K. Navarro in for the Admiral. I'm here with the esteemed Dick Morris. We'll be right back. Stay there. Don't miss it. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon. When you go to itargetpro.com right now, don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. For the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and now he's writing for you at peternavarro.substack.com. Get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. Hey, Peter K. Navarro in for the Admiral Stephen K. Bannon. I'm here with the author of this book, The Return, the Gospel to Get Trump Back in the White House, 2024, Dick Morris. Dick, I want to uh, quickly uh, just wrap up this battleground uh, angst that I have, um, knowing what I know. Um, Georgia is a little bit funky to me. I haven't figured that one out. Um, Arizona, an enigma. Uh, and there's going to be rampant theft that we've got to guard against in uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. What say you, sir? Well, if we had early voting yes. by Republicans, we would have won all those states. All of those. All of them. That's the antidote. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Terry Lake wrote a book about her defeat. Yeah. And, she po- and they didn't do any early voting. And, right. uh, of course, and then the Democrats made it rain on our parade on yeah. Election Day, basically disconnecting the machines, yeah. Yeah. And um, no wonder we lost. Pennsylvania, we went into the Senate race, and the day of election day, Fetterman had a 600,000-vote lead. How do you close that in 24 hours? Um, I want, if I can, just to spend a second on this overall view of 2024. Americans are coming to grips with the fact that there is a deep state and that this deep state runs through all of the administrations, both parties, and it consists of various names, uh, the military-industrial complex, the intelligence community, big pharma, um, the uh, big energy companies, uh, high-tech censorship. Tony Fauci. What? Tony Fauci. Fauci. (laughs) CDC, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and essentially, the deep state uh, is a unity. It, it's, yes. it exists as, as its own stuff. And the left and the right are increasingly coalescing in their animosity to the deep state. You talk about how breast milk is containing carcinogens. Well, that's a left-wing issue. But we don't like to have cancer in our babies. Uh, you take the, uh, the, the military-industrial complex censoring our tech, our media, censoring Twitter. Well, when they're censoring CDC, that's a left-wing issue. Mm. When they're censoring the election, that's a right-wing issue, but it's the same censorship. Yeah. And I think that Trump has demonstrated that he is enough of a tough SOB to stand up to the deep state. And uh, I think that his toughness, his strength, his resiliency are really very important. And I think the Kennedy vote in the Democratic process, Democratic primary, yeah, is increasingly going yeah. to go to Trump yeah. uh, because he is the only opponent of the deep state. So, so you don't, uh, if you're a betting man, you don't think Biden is going to be the, uh, the nominee at the end of the day. Who will be, in, and will, will that person be a bigger or lesser threat to Trump? Well, right now we have the consultant community of pollsters, media creators, yeah. time buyers. There's a new consultant community for Biden, taxidermists and ventriloquists. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought plastic surgeons. To prop them up there. there yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, plastic surgeon, he's yeah. past that, taxidermist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Democratic Party is all committed to the idea that the emperor has no clothes. Yes. And they're all committed to that. And uh, anybody who breaks rank is apostate and is expelled. That can't last. As this guy slips further and further behind, you have to, at some point, decide you want someone who can speak a sentence. And uh, I think that at some point they're going to force him to say he's not running again. They won't make him resign because they can't have Kamala Harris. I think, Dick, I think the way they'll do it is uh, the Hunter Biden issue. And, yeah. And, and, well, that, and, and the, the same people at the FBI and the DOJ who are terrorizing Trump and folks like me and Steve Bannon uh, will turn on, on, uh, on Joe. And, the irony is Trump got indicted, but the guy who's under investigation losing votes Isn't is amazing? Biden. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? And um, so, so I believe that the Democratic nomination will be open. And the first question is, will Michelle run? Yes. And if she were to, she would win the nomination in a heartbeat, and Biden would have to pull out. But being a black candidate for president in 2024 is a lot harder than it was in 2008 or 2012 because then you had only to deal with the issue of ethnicity and latent bigotry. Now you have to deal with reparations, critical race theory, um, quotas for people of color, anti-white quotas. You have to deal with a range of policies that will enrage the non-black vote. But what and, if she? What if she does triangulation? If I may. Oh, but she can't because she can't. she'll need. She can't turn on her own constituency. Okay. Do you favor three hundred thousand dollar checks to every man, woman, and child who's black in America? Yes. The Hispanics aren't going to like that. The yes. Asians aren't going to like that. The whites aren't going to like that. And she can't get off of that because she's dependent on her base. Do, do people remember how bad a job Obama did? Or no, no, they don't. No, really. they don't. Yeah. And it's not worth bringing it to mind. You yeah. beat her with future issues. You beat yeah. her because 
you force her to choose between her base and the swing voters, yeah. and she can't make can't that choice. That. So I think what's going to happen is there are three wings in the Democratic Party. There's the establishment, which will probably go with Buttigieg. 60 seconds, by the way. There's the left, which will probably go with Warren or Sanders. Maybe oh, AOC. Maybe AOC. Interesting. And the blacks will go with uh, Patrick Duvall. What happened to that Corey guy Booker. in California? Oh, Newsom, I'm sorry, is in the left. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, if it all deadlocks, coming down from the sky with angels' wings, maybe Mrs. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's the place to lay that, baby. Dick Boris, Hillary Angel Wings. All right. Hey, it's great to be with you. Um, I want to recommend highly The Return by Dick Morris and this new book coming out, um, The Biden Crime Family. I think you know the drill on that. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Banner. It's always an honor. I got to congratulate uh, Real America's Voice. I'm sitting here in Palm Beach in the brand new studio here. It's absolutely awesome. We've got to cut the Fox News cable cord and we've got to support conservative networks like Real America's Voice and Posse. You were the ones doing that. So I appreciate you staying with me for the hour. Peter K. Navarro, Andrew Stephen K. Bannon. We got the six o'clock show coming up. Stay with us. You take care. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. 
Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.